Happy Monday, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to The Thinking Project. Make sure if you're listening to this on Apple that you've refollowed by hitting that plus button at the top and you've left a review. Thank you to everybody who's following me on Instagram and Facebook. Also, one bit of housekeeping, join the Discord group. You can find that link on my website, daltonkjensen.com. But other than that, let me introduce my next guest, Anna Empey, who is the owner of Business Inspired Solutions, a marketing and consulting company. We had an amazing conversation and an amazing uh, live stream. So if you want to check out my live streams, uh, make sure that you're in the Facebook group or YouTube channel, the Thinking Project Podcast, and I just got LinkedIn Live. So if you want to catch these in the future, you can go to those three places. And without further ado, Anna Empey, this will be the best podcast you listen to this week. Thank you so much. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. I've heard that everybody has a book in them. If that's the case, what would you write your book about? Mm, I would write, <laughs> I would write about um, my experiences coming out and accepting okay. myself and what the process of like learning to love myself as my belief shifted and loving my family is their beliefs. There's also shifted, but well, they stayed in their beliefs. Yeah. So, so that, yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously I, I deduce that from, Mm -hmm. (laughs) from from like some posts that you've had and other things like that. How was that experience? Like, if you don't mind, like you don't have to go into, you can go into as much detail or as little detail as you want, like uh, whatever you want. Yeah. I would say like, it was rough, really rough. Um, and I'm still processing it, right? Like um, mm. stepping away from my beliefs and pursuing and really leaning into trusting God. That has been a crazy experience for me and a beautiful experience. And I would also say that like, um, there's a lot that I got around what it means to like accept myself and accept others and just love, like the amount of love that's there for so many people I didn't know was there and i mean it's why i'm so big about loving each other and putting down the judgment and i'm definitely not perfect at it but be through that whole process i just have learned so much about how precious our life is the one life that we have and loving each other without agreement or without beliefs in the same that those Mm -hmm. things matter more than anything and um it's still something that's ongoing right it's part of my growth and part of my purpose here. I will say that I do know that, you know, so, but it's really beautiful, right? Because I just get to have compassion for people who are going through really challenging things who don't feel like they're understood, right? Like I get, I get to bring that to the table everywhere I go. And like, to me, that's a huge difference I get to make because I show up and I'm alive. Right. So. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. That's great. Holy cow. But you know what is beautiful about about that story? And whenever I hear a story like this is like, I've had to grow a lot in my life. Like, I will be the first one to admit, like, I haven't always been perfect, especially when it comes to like these things. But the more that I the the older I got, and I'm not and I'm not that old. But I had to I had to learn a lot of like hard lessons really early in life. And whenever I'm encountered with this situation, I'm it. It always baffles me how 
people can't have that kind of empathy. Like, man, this, especially like, and you're a business owner too, because I learned a lot of this stuff, not a lot of this stuff. I learned some of this stuff when, when I started owning a, like going down my business owner journey. And it's just like, you're right. Life is way too short. You know, yeah, life is it really like, is. what are we wasting our time with this stuff for? Mm-hmm. Like, what, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why don't we show up and love <laughs> each other? And I think that's also like, you know, not to dive yeah. right into the business stuff, but that's a go big ahead, part ahead. of like why I started my business and the way that I want to help businesses and the way that business exists in the world and my experiences of working in corporations. Like there's so many of those things where the love and the empathy were missing and it was, or like it'd be there. And then suddenly it was not there Uh or like the intention to empower and help people was there. And then suddenly we were caring more about money. It's like, (laughs) wait a second, wait a second. Let's not lose track of what actually matters here. And so it really is like, it's really cool how it all connects. And to me, the expression of everything I do is going to be, what can I do to bring more love and empower more people to like, show up as themselves and love their customers and love what they do and just, you know, influencing the way we treat Mm -hmm. each other all the time through our business, through our lives. I mean, that's all possible through what we do in our businesses. So, yeah, well, you know what? It's not, it's not a bad thing that, that we brought up business early. And the reason I say that is because one of the biggest lessons I've learned interviewing business owners and interviewing creatives and 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 strong people like yourself is that there's not too much of a difference between how to be successful in business and how to be successful in life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, to me, they're like, they go hand in hand, like two feet right. in the pod, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that is, and that's kind of the cool thing. Like I, I look at some of the questions that I like to ask entrepreneurs and business owners and I'm like, you could, I mean, these questions are like very interchangeable. You know what I mean? And, and it's very true. Like, I think that when, when you start a business, you know, you inevitably things bleed over into your life. Like I've had questions answered in my business where like, you know, it, maybe it's just the time that we're, where we got to keep going. Maybe there's nothing wrong with the plan or nothing wrong with how we're doing it. We just need to keep going in order to see something. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> right. Right. You know well, it's I mean? all connected. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So yeah, now, totally. well, so that's great. I think you should write the book. I think, I think, you should, I think, <laughs> I think you should do a lot of cool things. I'll pick it up for sure. So you're, you're a, a marketer, a digital marketer by trade. That's your profession. You kind of touched mm-hmm. on it when, uh, when we were talking earlier, but take me back to the beginning. Like what, what influenced you to start a business in the first place? Like what, where, how did you come up with the need or or maybe the, um, you know, the, the want to start a business? Yeah. So for me to really answer that question, well, I'm going to take you back to my college days <laughs> and um, when I started college. So I went to BYU and my goal was to go into public relations. And uh, that is not in what ended up happening. There's all <laughs> sorts of things that led to that not working. And um, it's probably like the end of my sophomore year. And I was meeting with a counselor and they said, Anna, have you taken any classes that were just ridiculously easy for you that you absolutely loved? And uh, that class was anthropology. And so what I ended up doing is pursuing a degree in anthropology. And um, that degree is 
pretty much social cultural anthropology is the study of human beings. So the mm. nature, the way we behave, the way we think, the way we act, the the way we influence each other with ideas, the way that one person influences a group and the way that a group can influence a person and the way that groups can influence groups. And when I first was getting my degree, I was like, where the heck does this fit in? How am I ever going to find a job? And I actually was going to go to medical school with that degree. And then I ended up having a traumatic brain injury my senior mm. year. So I didn't go to medical school. So I leaned back into public relations, even though that was not what I was getting my degree in. So I got a minor in communications and I reached out to my professor and I said, hey, do you know of any places, a professor that I just loved working with, where I could get some experience? And then I was put on the BYU College of Fine Arts and Communication public relations team for the end of my time there. And I've stayed in that path ever since. Um, mm. And in those, in those 10 years, uh, I guess it's not been 10 years, but in the years after college, um, I went to work and I worked for tons of small businesses. And some of those small businesses were more medium-sized businesses and took them to bigger uh, profit margins. So made mm -hmm. millions and millions of dollars, but more importantly, got to influence and impact hundreds of thousands of people's lives, mostly through services and some with products. So, um, you know, I just really loved it. And what I was really drawn to in the positions where I really got to make a difference, there's a medical clinic in Provo that I helped grow and build. And we had patients that would fly to Provo, Utah from all over the world, talking like Holland, wow. I'm talking the UK, talking Mexico, Canada, all over these places to come and get uh, brain injury treatment there. And what I loved about being there was just like the difference. I knew I was making a difference in people's lives. We are brought to you by Legal Inc. Estate Planning. Listen, you wouldn't dine and dash, so why would you leave your family in the hands of the courts and the government when you pass away? Most people think they don't have enough to start estate planning or that it's too expensive. Things like wills and a trust. While those are valid reasons, they're limiting beliefs, guys, to creating and keeping the wealth that you want to have. Listen, it's free to talk to Michael to learn more about what you can do today to protect your tomorrow and live your best life. Wills are necessary, especially if you have a home and kids. And a trust is the number one way to build and retain your wealth. So it's your life. It's your story. Make it a good one. Visit LegalLifePlan.com to schedule your first conversation with Michael and tell him that the Thinking Project sent you. It'll be the best decision you've ever made. And the quality of their life. And then I really started to look in through my, my whole career, I had people who I was empowering on the side, but um, I ended up leaving that company and I went to a different company and there's some things that fell through and they did not pay me. So I quit <laughs> the job. And at that yeah. time I turned to my wife and I said, what the heck should I do? She said, Anna, you know, you love helping businesses grow because they help mm. people. So why don't you start a company? So I started my marketing agency at that time um, with the intent to focus more on fulfillment. And um, I've got, I had some coaching and consulting in there. Mm -hmm. And then in the last year or so, it's really shifted. But really the whole intent that that was created out of was if I can help small businesses make the huge difference that they're out to make, um, I will be able to empower more people to leave this world better than we found it. And it's not going to be because of me, but because I can, like, through the empowerment process, I mean, together we 
as a collective, mm-hmm. whoever I work with, will leave their mark. They'll leave a legacy of the world being better through the products and services that we're passionate about providing, right? Yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really why we created our business and uh, been doing that just past our three-year anniversary, actually. So <laughs> super exciting. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I met one of your one of you the people you work with. I, I had him on the podcast, Lawrence. Um, mm-hmm. and just from like what, what he said his experience was with you was like great, you know, I, and Lawrence is killing it in his, in his business. Um, mm-hmm. and so the only reason I bring that up is because I can see that like, it's, it's cool for me to like, see, like I meet a business owner and then I meet like a customer or somebody who's influenced by that business who start, who, who was inspired to do their own thing because it really like pull that, that's the picture that like you were just trying to paint. Right. Mm-hmm. Is like, is like this idea that you, that if you can help somebody live out their dream, uh, whatever that means, starting a business, you know, starting a side thing. Um, cause like, cause you know, I'm a firm believer that some, some businesses don't, some businesses you just do because that's how you express yourself. Like we're creators and like, you know, so if you make enough money to, to be happy or, or, or you just, or you just be happy or whatever, like, I think that that makes a lot of difference in people's lives. So that's, that's beautiful. I love that. What? Let me ask you this: you Working, how long have you been working with business owners? Yeah, so um, I I would say pretty much the whole time <laughs> the I whole started time. my side hustle. But all the clients that I had on the side while I was in corporation, they were they were all business owners. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. too, um, also just for like a teeny tiny bit of background, um, I was raised on a two thousand acre apple orchard, and I went to farmers <laughs> market every Saturday from April to October with maybe one or two Saturdays off pretty much from age seven until I was 18. So I've been an entrepreneur and my parents really like nurtured and empowered us to have that spirit and to care about people first. Like always, that was always what we taught, but still like business owners is really, (laughs) they're my favorite people to work with because they are out to have, they have a mission, right? Yeah. 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 I love it when people get a really like, fulfill that mission. And, uh, it just lights me up when other people live their Mm -hmm. dreams. There's a Zig Ziglar quote, right? (laughs) That if, uh, if you empower other people to live their dreams, then your dreams get fulfilled through them living theirs. It really is true for me too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I love, I love that you mentioned Zig Ziglar. Uh, he was a big, he was a big influence for me early on in, in my, like just my sales career, but you brought up a few things. First of all, I know, I knew about your, your apple orchard. Because we blind taste tested those. I blind taste tested them with three different people. We loved them all. Mm-hmm. They yeah, were the great. Sheffield cider. The Sheffield cider. cider. Yeah, I could awesome. not believe that. I was like, mm-hmm. plus, plus it was like shipped to us. It looked very nice. I was like, this is legit. And then we poured it, we chilled it. And, and it was like, that's good, man. That's some good <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, I blood, sweat, and cried under those trees for y'all <laughs> to enjoy that. <laughs> I hey, but listen, I know I know what you mean because like my grandpa, he was a general contractor, and so my my thing, the reason I wanted to like go to college and and start my own thing was because I remember having to work for my grandpa, and I was and he was a uh, you know we did and I was just I did everything in the construction site. It was like brutal, and I was like I do not want to do this the rest of my life. Like no, no disses on construction workers. Like that's the backbone of America. (laughs) Like I'm from the Midwest, like farming, factories, manufacturing, construction, like 
I get all of that, but man, it wasn't for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. man, it wasn't for me. But I was going to ask you, um, when you're when you're consulting with companies and you're and you're getting to know these businesses, what are some what are some goals and some I guess goals is the right word. So what are some goals that you think every business owner should have for their business? And and I know that there's specifics, right? Like I work a lot with small businesses too, so we can get very we can drill that question down a ton, but you know, with with what your your purpose is with your company, what, what do you like, what are some goals that you give everybody? What do you think everybody should do? Yeah, I think, I think everybody needs to have a plan and work their plan. (laughs) If you don't have a plan and you're not working the plan, what the heck are you actually doing? And how do you know if you're going where you want to go? Because that's your say, you're the creative of your business. So Mm -hmm. if you don't have a plan and you're not sure where you're going, (laughs) why, what actions are you taking? And it's, uh, and then you never know if you're just distracting yourself or actually up to something or up to nothing, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is, um, you know, kind of depending who they are, I always want to look at, you know, what are the problems that you're facing right now that you're not sure how to overcome? For some people, that's like pricing or for other people, that's like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to hire or I don't know how to build a team, or I don't know the processes and structures, and I need a website, but I can't afford to pay someone to build a website. Um, yeah. You know, so really kind of looking and really getting clear on yeah, what's what's missing for you that someone else that you know could empower you <laughs> to either learn yourself or do for you that you can invest in so that the problem's away. So some people... Mm-hmm. Get strange when I say, let's look at what you could invest in. But when you do like the cost analysis of mm-hmm. the stress factor, the hassle factor, the overwhelm, <laughs> all those things, and then money, yeah. at the end of the day, that's where we want to look. Um, and I would say some other goals that I would have people have is make sure you've got a clear mission statement. What are okay. you here for? You're not yeah. here for yourself. You're here for other people. They people want yeah. to work with you because yeah. you're here for them in the way that you help them. And there's yeah. and getting clear that there's a unique way that you do it, even though right. so-and-so else exists, there's a way <laughs> you do it that you exist because you exist. It naturally is going to be your unique way. So yeah. really leaning into that unique value and knowing it and sharing it makes a huge difference. And, Honestly, that's one of the things I really saw with Lawrence. You know, he really mm-hmm. started to own how he does photography, which is stellar, spectacular, yeah. oh, amazing, Lor- right? Yeah, L- Lawrence is amazing. He's an amazing individual and an amazing business owner. Like mm-hmm. he, he, he's definitely one of the reasons, you know, I, I wanted him on my podcast. Like uh, I, I'm not too picky with who I have on, but I am. Like, <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause I want people that you can be like, one of the reasons I started this was because I was like, you know what, there's a business owner and then there's why they were a business owner. And then there's, you know, then, then what do they do um, outside of their business? Because I feel like what you do outside of your business has a huge impact on what, on how your business is run, uh, how you, how you do things. Right. And so that was my goal was like, learn about the business, but learn about the, like, tell your story. Like I, I, I'm big into like storytelling. I don't know mm-hmm. if I've never like, <laughs> done anything with storytelling other than like, I don't like 
like tips and tricks. I like stories, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, so that's a big thing, but I like that. You know, you all, you also mentioned having a plan and I want to get your opinion on what you, how, how do you know if you have the right plan? Mm, yeah, I would say that the actions that you're taking, that you plan on taking are mm. actually producing the results that you say you want. If you're not oh, actually uh, producing the results that you say yeah. you want, there's something missing in the plan or the context of your business that should mm -hmm. be in your plan. You know, a lot of people that I've worked with are like, Oh, I've got a logo. I've got colors. I've got fonts. I'm set to go. And I'm like, <laughs> right. okay, we actually have a lot of things to go because you've got to have the context really flat for ourselves inside yeah. the plan to take the actions and produce the results. And it's, mm. it's really amazing to me when people actually get really present to who they are and what they're really up to and the difference they want to make, because then they start to see new ways to fulfill in the actions that aren't just some cheap, well, you know, I'm just going to run this strategy and this strategy and this idea and that idea. And instead of being attached to the ideas, they get very committed to how their business will exist in the world instead of what it takes to do it. They're committed to its existence. So that's when they get to be really creative and really find ways to help people they never thought that they would be doing. For example, um, a couple of my clients, like they created subscription basis in mm. the pandemic and they're not business. They're not business models that are based on subscriptions. So they came up with ideas to make yeah. a difference based on the circumstances they're dealing with right then and there. And it's totally amazing to see how yeah. the plan determines the existence, not the strategies. Not yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Well, and I like what you mentioned there about having a plan and then, and then, and that plan reflecting like your goals and who you are and things like that, because just, I mean, it, it was illustrated perfectly in the story you just told. Like if you, if you know where you're going, um, would you say that that plan is very like, is it, that plan has a lot of leeway? Like, you know, I never thought about subscriptions, but this is where we want to go. And this might be a great fit. So like, we're going to, we're going to work this into our plan. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, and yeah. Also like being able to have like the, the foundation of a good plan oh, good. Yep, good point. and yep. the ability to be flexible and fluid based on the circumstances you have to face based mm. on, you know, the feedback you get from your customers based on all those things. Right. Like, so I think some other good elements of a plan that are important is you need to have like your five core who, what, where, when, why, how you got to have those. Those are in the plan. You got to have goals. You got to have your branding and your messaging. Is there unique language that you use that you have to educate people on that only you use? Cause, cause you're the expert in it, right? Like, yeah. And then even things like, uh, yeah, what are your goals? What are your strategies? Also doing target audience, re audience research and having the demographics, all those things <laughs> are so fundamental that make you successful or not. And some people just skip yeah. right on over it, you know? So well, no, you're, to you're totally right. Like it, it is amazing I, I, how much I learned about, yeah, having a plan and what it means to have a plan when you start a business. That's what I mentioned earlier, right? I kind of got off on a little tangent. Like, like I have grown a lot as a person and it was through this idea that like, you know, if you have the right foundations, 
that you can work and you can keep going from there. And I think that you're right. A lot of people miss the the basics because they get they get caught up and um in in whatever they got in their head, right? Like I think a lot of people get in their head. I think the reason a lot of people get in their head too, by the way, is like we have this great goal and goals are important and you put the goal up there, right? Um, but in my mind, like what I learned about is you got to put the goal up there and then you kind of got to forget about it and you got to go to the day-to-day stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I think they get caught up with this goal. They're like, I'm not there yet. And I'm like, well, you're not supposed to be there yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. we, haven't, right. we haven't done the little stuff. We have, you know, like you said, the foundational stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it reminds me of like Stephen Covey's, one of his mm-hmm. seven highly effective habits is begin with the end of, in mind, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah know yeah, where yeah, you're yeah. going and don't be attached to the journey or the experience of getting there. Just know where you're going. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's 400 ways. Like if I said, <laughs> hey, Dalton, I want you to take me to Chick-fil-A. You'd say, yeah. which Chick-fil-A? And then yeah. we determine which way to get there, right? It's all, <laughs> everybody's going to have a different way to get to where they're yeah. going, right? Yeah, so, yeah. It's really working to see and having the flexibility and the trust in yourself that you're going to sort out your way to get to where you actually want to go. And that's, you know, that's, that's one of my favorite things to work with people on is, yeah, I don't have the answers, but but we're going to discover and we're going to get muddy together to sort Mm -hmm. out what we got to do so that you can make the difference you're out to make and get where you are wanting to be go, you know? Yeah. So now you're, so you're a coach, but you also do think you also have like a marketing. So you can also take people from coaching into like a real marketing strategy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the main thing that we have right now is um, actually have a course that people go through. Right. So when they start that course, it's got four pillars. So uh, I have to remember the pillars. <laughs> the first pillar, we build your, your, your business plan and your framework. The second cool. pillar is um, authentic client connection and attraction. And that's where we actually partner with you and we teach you how to build your own website. Okay, Mm. You're not going to get stuck in the technical stuff. We do the technical stuff, but you're going to know how to edit it, publish, blog, SEO. We're going to train you in all those things. That's great. Yeah. And then the third pillar, we're going to lean into um, building growth systems. So that's where we're going to look at marketing strategies, taking actions, what do you need to know that you don't know is going to empower that growth? We'll also look at SEO for some people and blogging. You know, you're going to kind of, we're going to touch on all those. And then in the fourth one, it's really where you get a build, um, build from the foundation. So that's when we're going to look at what's the plan, what's the data and all, and all the work we've done together. And then if you want to do fulfillment services with us, then we move it, we can move you into fulfillment. But most of the time, our goal is to teach you what we know, what we've proven and done with a ton of our clients and what I use throughout my career. <laughs> so you know what you need to know. And if you want to keep yeah. working with us, great. Yeah. And if you don't, you have such a solid foundation. You can go and follow that plan. And you'll know when someone's pulling your leg along the way because you have an <laughs> understanding around marketing or um, yeah. you know, the strategies Ooh. and tactics. Because so many people are like, if you just did X, then you would get Z. But I'm like, right. no, you need, you need like, you, you got to go back to H before you get to Z. <laughs> well, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I like what you said there. You are in that. I like what you said there though, because 
um, you know, that's, I, that's one of my things with, um, with coaching. So I want to ask you this question when, how does that conversation go? Cause you know, you mentioned earlier that, uh, you, you know, you talk to your clients and you really get in the, you get in the mud with them, you work it with them. Um, and then you tell them, you know, you also mentioned that you tell them that you don't have all the answers for their business. So that's why you're going to do those things. Right. Mm-hmm. How, how does that com- conversation go with, when you tell clients like, you know, I don't have all the answers, but we're going to work on it together. I think it's really, for me, they get excited yeah. <laughs> and okay, then sometimes cool. they get a little afraid. And right. Like, right. Got, so that's I've what I kind of wanted you to like. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. so when they get really afraid, that's when they are in a place where they're like, wait a second. I thought you were going to give me an answer. Mm. And what I will say is like our course is designed to teach you how things work. Yeah. Well, and then when you get stuck along the way, you're going to yeah. get the support and the coaching that will pull you from where you're stuck. And we're going to yeah. get in deeper conversations yeah. And really we get in, we get right on in there. Like, what are you afraid of? Um, you know, why are you not, you know, you're concerned about money, but you're not sure how to set your pricing. What's yeah. really like underneath all of that. And, you know, one of the promises and outcomes, and this is one of the things where they really start to lean in when they get the fear in their eyes is like, you're going to start naturally owning yourself just by going through the process with us. It's a process. And I love the conversations when people are afraid because that's when we're getting on the court. That's when we're getting in reality why you can't go where you want to go. And it's not just based on knowledge, right? Sure. Not just that, though. And that's why I'm so excited about what we do because it does actually produce new results. And I'm not just talking about money. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. Okay, cool. So I just wanted to, so I like what you said there um, with, with like helping people find the answer. I think that's the most important thing that you can give somebody, anybody. And that's how business turns into life. Like you don't give your kids the answers. You, you teach them how to like, you know what I mean? Or like if you're coaching, you know, you, you don't give your, your athletes the answer. You let them figure it out because, because there is a day like, you know, Cause I like to coach um, like jujitsu and I don't do it very often, but like I'll get in these situations where I am. And it's like, listen, man, um, there's a lot of times when you can't be there for them. Like Ooh. whether you can't hear you, I might be gone and you got to figure it out yourself. And that's why that's, that's why I'm always in the gray area with coaching. It's not mm-hmm. because of the coach. Like, listen, mm-hmm. I, there's amazing coaches out there. And if you got, if you, that's how you make your money, I'm never going to shame people for making money. But, but if somebody's on the other side, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, yeah. well, I thought if I hired a coach, they'd give me all my, all the answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> not, I not think really. something too. Yeah. And I think this is where like the skills of anthropology really okay. come into play every day. Right. Because I understand like the, I mean, I spent two years learning how to ask questions and it seems mm. so ridiculous at the time. I'm like, why am I learning how to interview people? This is ridiculous. But what mm. I really got was when I can ask a question and really be with the answer and help the person who's answering the question be also with their answer, then they're going to yeah. discover something yeah. that unlocks a new perspective or they're going to see something in a new way mm-hmm. where they're not stuck anymore. 
And mm-hmm. that's really where, to me, it's also about the experience of it because you're going to grow one way <laughs> or another and you may as well do it intentionally. So having that and being very intentional about you know, the way we approach building your business. You know, I'm not somebody who says, oh, I'm going to build your business and you're going to get your whole <laughs> life. No, I do not promise that. And what yeah. I have seen though is that when something's happening in one place, it might be influencing others. Like there's a decent chance it is. And if we can have like those breakthroughs in the way you approach your business, you're going to have way more satisfaction in your life. Um, Not to be saying you shouldn't do your life. No, you've got to have those things separated and powerful because otherwise, what's the point (laughs) of your business? So you can have a life. What's the point of your life? So you can have a business. I don't think that's the only point of it, right? Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. So let me let me go back to this. What did you get your degree in? Yeah, only because only because we bounced around social socio cultural anthropology. Holy mm-hmm. crap! You mm-hmm. said there were two years where you learned how to ask questions. Tell me about that. Yeah, so um, we really got into what does it mean to do ethnography work, and and ethnography work is strictly yep. observation observing what people experience and documenting it. Now, then there's another part of ethnography, which is, I mean, if you go look Margaret Mead, she's a very famous for lots of the anthropology work that she's done. I've Um, I've heard the name briefly. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then there's another component where you go in and you don't just observe, you do ask questions, but it's super important. You understand how to put your own biases down. And I personally don't believe any individual can put their biases down, but through acknowledging of what they are and being aware of them, then it's a little easier to look past your own lens in mm. what you're seeing. Yes. So, yes. Um, so as we learn to ask questions, it's like saying something like, um, let me see if I can come up with an example mm. here. It's like saying, um, Tell me uh, about being a farmer. Super open-ended, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ways. Answer. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of ways. And that's going to be a pretty individual answer based on that individual's experiences and an acknowledgement of it. But if I said um, something like, um, so being a farmer is kind of like being an electrician, right? Hmm. See, see the difference? Weird question. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a strange question, but or being a farmer is like being like something else. In right, but yeah. Okay, I get it though. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so I can't, I'm closing off the ability for them to share fully what's mm-hmm. available for them. Mm-hmm. And so there's all these little nuances in language that we learned around questions so that we can relate to people um, mm-hmm. based on what they're actually saying. And then crafting the next question to take it deeper like the way you're asking me questions right (laughs) this is taking it deeper rather than let's just stay on the surface up here and hope we get something and then we get to be really right about the person who's asking the questions gets to be right about what Mm. they see rather than holding the space for the individual to share their experience and really just be with that experience without i mean with as minimal judgment as possible Right. Yeah. Yeah. You said totally a lot of cool different kind of conversation. Right. Right. 
Yeah, you said a lot of cool things there. I think the biggest thing was um, acknowledging, right? I think a lot of people miss that. Like we get caught up in this black or white thinking that if, because I, I agree with you, like I, I don't think that you can totally, I mean, it, it's it's crazy to me to think that you could even like throw away all your biases. I mean, I'm 27 years old and and to think that I could throw something away that I've been holding on to for 27 years for in one minute for, you know what I mean? It's just b- bananas, <laughs> right. but right. but you're right. But what I can do is be like, Hey, I got them. And I know that I got them. So I'm going to check it real quick and, and try to let this happen. Right. I've had mm-hmm. to learn that. I've had to learn that the hard way too. I'm not. Perfect. Yeah. And if it's like coming up <laughs> great. Okay. Oh yeah. wait, I see that this is my concern yeah. and I'm not yeah. listening to what you're saying. So let me put that down. And it doesn't right. just apply in like, it applies everywhere in my life, yeah. right? Like yeah. Yeah. building those relationships and connecting with people. And it's really beautiful yeah. because when I get the opportunity to have a really good conversation with someone, it's really because I'm asking questions that I really want to know the yeah. answer to. Yeah. That's the other thing I learned. Don't you dare ask a question. <laughs> you don't want to hear the honest answer to. It's, That's true, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you better It'll be ready It'll save for you it. a lot of pain. <laughs> oh, I bet you... Yeah, I, I can tell. I can tell that you've had experience with that statement. <laughs> yeah, it's true though, man. It's true. You, that's crazy. It's crazy because uh, I think questions though, I think the art of asking questions is something that we've lost. And I don't know how or, uh, hey, I might even be wrong, but I feel like we've lost this art of like asking questions to like get to know each other. And it might be the way that like we ask the questions because there's definitely a, a how factor there, right? How you ask it. But I feel like everybody always, always, uh, you know, feels like you're attacking somebody when I'm like genuinely curious, you know, like, I feel like that's the only way that I can learn is by getting with somebody and then being like, Hey, I, I want to ask you like just some questions and, and I, and I may be totally off base, but I just need you to help me. You know what I mean? And I, and I feel mm-hmm. like that's why I kind of like, uh, that's what, that's the book you should write. You should write, you should have a chapter in there on questions. <laughs> questions. I definitely will. You know, um, I think there's some blog posts I wrote about it when I was going through it in school. Going and through um, okay. it's really, yeah. yeah, it's really amazing to me. Um, you know, like, and this is just my observation and my mm-hmm, experience. Mm-hmm. Like when you're talking about getting to know people, there's like two or three questions everyone asks. What's your name? How old are you? Maybe that one less so now, but well, like yeah, yeah, about yeah. seven yeah. years ago, that was still pretty kosher to ask that. And mm-hmm. then um, what do you do? And mm-hmm. where do you live? You know, those are like the basic common questions yeah, yeah, where yeah. we start. And it's really interesting because that's um, sometimes I still start there when I meet people. But mm-hmm. I really started with like, hey, like what's something that you love to do and mm-hmm. for fun? And that's like not a common question. But I also think that, you know, we could overuse questions and then it doesn't seem genuine and sincere anymore. So we ourselves as a society set us up for failure to feel like we're not being genuine. I've also learned if um, if the question's too deep and I haven't been vulnerable in showing who I am to other people, they're definitely not going to meet me and answer the question. Yeah, that it questions are. That's why I mean, they're like a science, right? It's it's very Mm -hmm. unique. Because you're right. If if the question's too deep, you're not going to get a good answer. But if it's too shallow, you're not going to get the answer that you want. And uh, so you got yeah, you got to warm up. It's it's a it's a funky one. I had that experience though. Like I had to learn how to like 
stop asking. And okay, this is just me because this is how, you know, this is one of the things that I do, but, but I call them like, you know, I go, you shouldn't ask stupid questions. You'll get stupid answers. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't feel like, you know, I feel like even that, even then, because hear, hear me out. So like, how are you? Right. I feel like used to be a really good question to ask people. And I actually did a, a like a, um, like a Q and a where I asked people like, if what, what, what do you think this means? Like if somebody says, how are you, what does that mean? And like a few people were like, it's not a question. It's, it's like a statement. And I was like, that's bananas. They was like, no, it's not. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I was like, I don't, we were talking like in a sales, in a sales forum. And, and they were like, you know, cause I was like, I don't think you should ask that. I don't think that should be the first question you ask. And some people were like, well, it's not a question. It's a statement. And I was like, oh, man, when did that happen? You know, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, holy cow. Because, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're like, how are you doing? Whatever. Or, yeah. I'm doing I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm doing great. I mean, do you really want to know how someone is? Well, my, I, yeah, you know, yeah. all these no, things I'm actually are doing terrible. My I'm life, actually doing- right? Yeah, I'm horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, what's funny is when people start to ask me that and they don't know me yeah, very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I just tell them what's actually been happening in my life. And they either step up to play or they. Or they're like, like oh, oh, yeah. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's great. How are you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I usually say terrible. Even It doesn't matter what I'm doing. And it's probably not the best, like, uh, affirmation that I could give myself. But, like, <laughs> but like you know what I mean? I just want to see what people do. Just be like, I'm terrible. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, uh, right. have a great day. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that, man. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's great. Well, um, you know, I, our conversation has been great. I've, I've had a lot of fun. What, uh, what, what keeps you going? You know, what, what what keeps you going as a business owner? Yeah, there's a couple of things. One, really when my clients get results that surprise them. Hmm. Um, And then two, the fact, so when I wake up every morning, um, I look at this, uh, there's a picture that's on the wall kind of in front of my bed and it says, start each day with a grateful heart. And it just has me look at the things that I'm grateful for. And every day mm-hmm. I just think grateful that I'm alive, right? Like, I just, that, that life is precious and mm-hmm. I don't want to, I'm not going to go into this, but I have been suicidal off and on throughout my life. So just the fact that I get to wake up is always like, Ah, it's a relief. I'm alive today. (laughs) And what am I going to do with this day? Mm -hmm. And uh, so that part keeps me going. But, um, you know, I also love that I get to work with my wife, Caitlin. She works with me in our business. We have a really fun time together. And we get to spend too much time talking about (laughs) our business. Um, But I love that. And then um, I also love going on walks with my dog and just being in nature. So, uh, you know, always and spending time with my family, like my, my parents and Caitlin's family. But then I also love, um, I also love meditation and, um, I love painting. I haven't painted a lot this year, but I got into painting rocks a little bit last year because it was just really cool. cool. I'll have to find some pictures and send them to you, Dalton, (laughs) but, um, just, just like be creative and, um, also love just like showing up for people, right. And serving other people. So, when people need help, like moving, I, sh- I show up nine out of 10 times 
because I just love helping other people. Yeah. So Good for you. It's a big deal for me. Yeah. Well, and, and again, you know, if you're not, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not, you're not taking care of the people that, that you're responsible for. And in this case, it, it's clients, you know, and, and one of the biggest thing I learned in sales, we were in a customer facing at the time, a customer facing sale. And it was like, you know, um, I don't know how harsh this is. Like I learned a lot of harsh things in sales. <laughs> and one of the harsh things I learned in sales was like, you know, your customer really doesn't care all that much about your day. You know, so if you're not, if you're not taking care of yourself, not that that doesn't, not that your, your crappy day doesn't matter. And then it didn't happen. Right. But it's like, how are you taking care of yourself? How are, how are you, you can, because I've, and you tell me your thoughts on this, because I feel like you can still be present and you can still be at peace, even though the world is in turmoil. Right. And that, and that includes showing up in your business with the people that you work with and the people that, and your customers. Right. hundred percent Dalton. And like some things that I really see for myself too. Right. Like is, uh, in the pandemic, I really got committed to meditating every day, 15 mm. to 20 minutes, and sometimes up to an hour. Um, and it was really okay. hard for me at first, because <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I don't want to sit still. I'm somebody who, I mean, because I was raised on that farm, it's always like, work hard yeah, and play yeah. hard. And so the meditation thing was super hard, but it's made such a huge difference for me, because it's just me filling up myself. And not that other people don't fill me up, but if I don't fill myself up, I cannot expect anyone else to fill me up in the ways that only I can. Um, Some, you know, and what I've also really seen through that is just, um, well, it's not weird, but I really started getting into learning about rocks and crystals and who knows if it's placebo (laughs) or not, but I just think it's super cool to learn about them. I think I've been obsessed with rocks since I was a little kid, but so that's another thing, like just, really looking and just like being in the discovery of what, you know, what else is fun out there. And, um, you know, I'm yeah, having a really yeah. hard time. It really, when my clients are also having a hard time, uh, I was pausing, go put my feet in the grass outside, yeah. bare feet in the grass. That's just one of the stupid, silly little things that makes yeah. the hugest difference. You know, yeah. we do have to take care of ourselves. Like if we don't put and take care of ourselves, we can't like what exactly what you're saying. Right. We can't show up for other people. We can't make the difference we're out to make um, yeah. because we have to take care of yeah. ourselves just as much as we take care of others. And I used to think that was selfish, but it's not selfish. No. It's actually unethical for me to not take care of myself. I'm yeah. Not. Yeah. yeah. And I really had to do a lot of I work agree. that. I think I'm still <laughs> in the middle of like, discovering the truth of that for myself well and it's a we yeah. all are right yeah i was gonna say it's a hard one it's a hard one because you're like i gotta do this i gotta be i have to be this i have to do this and it's like well you gotta take you know it's almost like slow slow down to speed up and uh, and i don't think any of that's weird i i don't know if it's true or not but one of the things i love to do is i i started doing it because i heard that if you, you're if you walk on grass like with your bare feet that it would like release toxins. I don't know if that's true. I don't really care because when I walk on the grass with my bare feet, I feel the earth and I don't know why, but that like makes me feel alive. I'm like, this feels good. (laughs) I like cold water. I like cold water and I like fresh grass. So I, so we go to like big cottonwood Canyon and I'll take my shoes off and I'll walk in the water because I don't know what it does. 
There's probably <laughs> nothing behind it except it makes me feel good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, it's perfect. Well, <laughs> maybe there saying. is something. You never hey, know. <laughs> you know what? But that's the thing. Uh, do you feel like uh, one of the last questions, and then I'll let you go because you've been more than generous with your time. But um, do you feel like there's some things uh, that business owners, like they just, they get too caught up in? Yeah, I would say some things that I've really seen, and I, I would say like, I call it attachment. Because when we yeah. get really attached to something, get fixated on something, <laughs> gotta look <laughs> right. a certain way, right? And then there's like a whole experience that we have around it where we just can't let it go. And I'm talking about myself too. And this is totally <laughs> human thing. This is a human thing everywhere, right? And when it comes to business owners, a lot of things I see that people get fixated on is like very specific ideas, like yes. very specific, like like we have to run Facebook ads. <laughs> We have to. And I'm like, well, do you even have like a, a sales funnel <laughs> built out? What about SEO? And they're like, no, I don't have any of that, but we have to run Facebook ads. I was like, the ad is only as good as what you have yeah. behind it. So, <laughs> right. you know, like, right, right. So, so they really get stuck on specific ideas on how they should build their business. Um, I think, too, that they also get really fixated on um, money over people sometimes. Um, We lose sight of what we're actually here to do. And I'm not saying you shouldn't build a business to make money. We all have to have money to live our lives, Mm -hmm. right? But Mm -hmm. in my experience, if money is first and money's over people, you're not going to actually make money in the long run because you're stepping over the experience of the people that are there. Mm -hmm. And when you take care of them and you take care of your customers, yeah, money flows. Uh, the money sorts itself it out. Right. Yeah, it comes in. Yeah, yeah it comes in. It doesn't have yep. to be a yep. struggle to fight for it. Um, I think the other thing that I really see is um that the business owners get stuck on is just like the when there's competition and it's okay to be competitive, yeah, but when you get obsessed with them and beating them, then you're limiting your success and your potential mm-hmm. based on what they think set as the ceiling not what you determine is possible what they set so it just to me there's some yeah, there's a bigger yeah, yeah, game yeah. to play sure <laughs> competition is important yeah. but i'm the kind of person if you say you're going to compete anna you're going to say cool i'll take last place to be the biggest <laughs> loser and that's how i'm going to win and i know that's not everyone some people are sure. super driven by it but when yeah. it when it takes over you're limiting what's yeah. possible for yourself and for your clients and the difference you want to make. Yeah. Well, listen, I like what you said about that, that last part, because here's, here's what I learned is like, I'm a sports guy. That's I, I played rugby. I played football. I wrestled. I did everything right for a long, long, long time. And I, you know, salespeople are like, you got to be competitive in sales. And I'm like, well, I don't know what that means. Like, because you think it means I have to be competitive with other salespeople. And I know that losers chase winners and winners chase themselves. Right. And so like, I believe that if you don't have to play defense, it's not a sport. Like, <laughs> like, you know, and I, okay, hold on backtrack. Not, not that it's not a sport, but it's like, there's a, it's a different kind of c- competitiveness. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a different like it's game different. you're playing. You're playing yeah. against myself now. Now it's me being better than me because you can't control what other people do. Like, especially in business, like unless you commit fraud, <laughs> like 
you can't control what they do. You know what I mean? And, uh, and so, yeah, focus on yourself. And so that, and so I just would not necessarily change this, the, this idea that you have to be competitive, but change who you got to be competitive with. You gotta, you gotta beat yourself. Right. Also, you know, don't forget your business. You're there's obviously there's laws and things that come into play, but it's your game. You're the one who determines (laughs) if when you shoot the basketball into the hoop, it's one point or three points. Or for all I know, we should be shooting the basketball into the trash can, <laughs> and that's fifty points. It's your business, your game. Yeah, you your can, say, you can set, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, and uh, and I totally get what you're saying there because you you definitely got to like, you got to just you know stay in your lane and like and and work on what you work on. Right, be passionate about the journey. Be passionate about helping people, and then money and success and all that just all that follows you. I I, I really do believe that. I, I'm not in the camp that like, you know, there's some people who are like, you know, if you put, you know, if you, if you hear somebody say customers over money, they're poor or the opposite, right. Or they're like, I'm like, I'm in the middle. I'm like, I can have both actually. Right. <laughs> I can actually have happy customers and great customer service and a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you sure. can create a business that works for your customers. Yeah. And works uh, yes. with you within parameters that actually have integrity yeah, I'm not yeah, talking yeah. about morality. I'm talking about workability is integrity, right? <laughs> so like it actually works for them that you yeah. don't pick up the phone at 5.01 PM because they want you to go home and yeah. go hang out with your family just as much as they want to be with their family. Yeah, yeah, so there's, yeah, yeah. There's some constraints that we naturally put on ourselves yeah. that we could actually totally not have <laughs> to be running us if we looked at it like we were creating our version of basketball. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, thank you so much. So tell everybody how they can get a hold of you, uh, website, Facebook, anything like that if they if they want to be a part of this. Yeah, it's perfect. So my website is businessinspiredsolutions.co, not .com, <laughs> .co. Um, and the best way, you can fill out the contact form there. Or if you really want to, you can submit an email to me at Anna, so A-N-N-A, at businessinspiresolutions.co. I'm also on Facebook and on Instagram. Right on. Well, hey, thank you so much for being here, and I appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and end the recording. Perfect. Thanks, Dalton. Absolutely.